Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Monday, October the 7th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. We have just got done watching Hell in a Cell. Expect spoilers up ahead as we take a deep dive into it in just a moment. Plus, two huge sporting names are heading out to Saudi Arabia at the end of this month, if rumours are to be believed. And... First of all, I'm not your bro. Could have been a long time ago. You put a stop to that. Okay. A very awkward conversation that we get to eavesdrop on. We'll get into that at the end of the podcast. Seth Rollins now back into the ring. So that was the ending of WWE Hell in a Cell, a pay-per-view that seemed to get lost in the shuffle for WWE. You know, amongst the premieres and the debuts and the Wednesday Night Wars, we had the small matter of a show on Sunday that seemed to be completely forgotten. There were three matches announced for this show an hour before it went on air. We suddenly had a whole bunch of additional matches added to it. But the main reason people were here was for the main event, which was Seth Rollins 
defending the Universal Championship against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. A controversial ending to that match that saw Seth Rollins take it all a bit too far, it seems. And by smacking the Fiend with a sledgehammer underneath a ladder and a steel chair... The referee deemed that Rollins had done too much and the match uh, was ruled either a no contest or a DQ. There is some conflicting issues on which one of these it is. Uh, the After the match, though, uh, The Fiend would rally. He would leave Seth Rollins lying after several sister Abigails on the outside and a mandible claw that caused Seth Rollins to bleed from the mouth. But the big thing about the end of this show wasn't what we were looking at, but what we were hearing. Loud, resounding boos from the crowd as the finish was so unsatisfying and so, and it was so against what the crowd wanted. That was a really pro fiend crowd that we heard tonight and they didn't get the big win for the fiend. We had loud boos. We had chance of refund and I'm sure this has caught the gander of Vince McMahon and co backstage. We had chance of AEW, not just in the main event, but a couple of times scattered throughout the night as well. This is uh, an interesting time uh, for WWE. This was certainly not the way they hoped uh, their show would go off the air. Certainly not the way they hoped to end probably the biggest week in WWE history. But be that as it may, that's exactly how it's gone down. Uh, we also saw some brand new champions crowned. A new 24-7 champion was very briefly crowned in Tamina. Uh, we also saw new women's tag team champions in the Kabuki Warriors and a new SmackDown women's champion in Charlotte Flair. I do believe this makes it her 10th time on top of the mountain. But the match of the night has to absolutely go to Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, who opened the show with an excellent Hell in a Cell match. Had all the right components to make it so. But uh, we're all being left with that really odd taste in our mouths by the end of the show. On our YouTube channel right now, you can check out our live reactions to last night's show. Uh, Jack the Jobber's breakdown of Hell in a Cell is also on there as well. And I'll be along a little bit later on today with Hell in a Cell graded. So for now, I'll leave you with Xbox thoughts on the finish in the main event from WWE Watch Along. You may not ask me back for another one of these, but how the hell do you get DQ now? Did, did he get DQ'd or the match? Brock Lesnar has seen a ghost, and that ghost's name is Cain Velasquez! I have never seen fear on the face of Brock Lesnar. Cade Velasquez is the man who won the UFC Heavyweight Championship from Brock Lesnar. And Velasquez is here with Rey Mysterio. And he's marching right to the ring. Talking of endings, the first edition of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox ended in rather dramatic fashion after Brock Lesnar defeated Kofi Kingston in seconds for the WWE Championship. He was confronted by Cade Velasquez. The last time they met, as Corey Graves and Michael Cole have just told us, it was in the UFC octagon, and Cade Velasquez felled Brock Lesnar for the UFC championship. Now, there has been rampant speculation for weeks about Velasquez coming to WWE, stating that he'd only come over if he got a match with Brock Lesnar. We can confirm that the speculation 
is over. Cain Velasquez uh, was a part of WWE on Friday night, and he will be a part of WWE once again on October the 31st in Saudi Arabia, where we will see Cain Velasquez challenge Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at WWE Crown Jewel. Will they roll back the years and pull out a brutal performance akin to the one they had in 2010? Could Cain Velasquez, as some rumors are suggesting, win the WWE Championship on his first night in the company? We're going to have to find out at the end of the month, aren't we? Uh, Friday Night Smackdown was a massive night for WWE all around, though. It drew the biggest viewership of any TV show this week and the WWE's biggest TV viewership since Raw on April the 9th after WrestleMania 34. So for over two years, 3.869 million, just shy of 4 million people watched Friday Night Smackdown on Fox just the other night. The viewership, get this, up 84% from the season finale on USA Network. That is an extraordinary extremely, extremely exciting figure for WWE. Uh, some of the more bizarre moments from that night uh, are going to be covered by Ross Tweddle on WTF Moments a bit later on on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Staying with SmackDown for a moment after his interaction with Braun Strowman on Friday night, according to TalkSport's Alex McCarthy... Tyson Fury is going to be part of WWE Crown Jewel as well. Uh, Alex tweets, two different sources have told me the plan for Tyson Fury is to appear in Saudi Arabia, not WrestleMania 36. ESPN and Fox have worked together on this, and the goal is to promote the boxing match Fury versus Wilder. What a great way to cross-promote. What a great way to make your product stand out and, 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 and sort of legitimize uh, what Friday Night Smackdown's going to be about than by getting uh, a, a heavyweight boxing champion like Tyson Fury involved. Now, regardless of his uh, controversial uh, outlook on things, I know a lot has been said, and he has said a lot uh, over past months. Uh, what cannot be denied is, away from that, Tyson Fury is an incredible fit for WWE. That, that he has got the the sporting prowess and he's got the mic skills already. He's a sports entertainer if there ever was one. Talking of AEW, who got uh, no doubt some smiles on their faces after a few chants at Hell in a Cell. Cody Rhodes took to Twitter yesterday to announce that AEW are going to air previously unaired matches on Tuesday nights from next week onwards. It's a show called AEW Dark, hosted by Tony Schiavone, which is covering untelevised matches. Now, their dark matches have been a big part of wrestling television programs since sort of they began. They're away of, you know, warming up the crowd before the cameras come on. They're a way of trying out new people with the, the, the less of the pressure of being on TV. And now AEW are letting us behind the curtain on that and offering this as content. So we, we will be seeing this week on AEW Dark uh, matches that were taped before the first episode of Dynamite. Uh, these include Darby Allen versus Shima, uh, Ali and Britt Baker versus Bea Priestley and Penelope 
Ford, SoCal Uncensored versus the Jurassic Express, and a big old eight-man tag, the best friends and the private party versus Lucha Brothers and Angelico and Jack Evans. I love the idea of airing these non-televised matches on, well, television. WWE applied for a trademark recently for WWE's Triple Crown. And according uh, to the official trademarking company, uh, be, it's been trademarked for goods and services for production and exhibition of professional wrestling events rendered live and through broadcast media, including television and distributed via various platforms across multiple forms of transmission media. A show about professional wrestling, providing wrestling news and information through broadcast media, including television. So basically it means this is a name for a TV show or an event. And now Triple Crown is, has been a, a bit of wrestling uh, lingo for a long, long time now. It's normally a term described for people who've won multiple belts in a company. Uh, more recently, it's kind of called a Grand Slam because it encompasses many more belts. But this is the first time it's been trademarked for a show name. WWE Triple Crown does have quite a nice ring to it, actually. NXT UK's Cassius Ono is heading to Progress Wrestling and to WXW for shows this December. Progress announced today that Ono is going to face Timothy Thatcher at their Chapter 99 event with a flake, please. Progress have the best names for shows. That's going to be Sunday, December 15th at the O2 Academy in Sheffield. The day before that, Ono is going to be part of WXW's 19th anniversary show in Oberhausen, Germany. Uh, he's been doing great things as part of NXT UK, and he's got previous with Progress and WXW, so he'll no doubt be welcomed back with open arms when he comes to Europe just before Christmas. On Friday, it was revealed that SmackDown superstar Jeff Hardy has been arrested once again for DWI in North Carolina. Now, based on the wellness policy of the WWE, Jeff Hardy should really not be working for them anymore. It's the sort of the three strikes and you're out rule. However, Dave Meltzer has stated in the latest Wrestling Observer Radio that's probably not going to be the case. Dave says they're never going to fire someone for three strikes. I mean, it's just not going to happen. They'll, you know, not have a third strike. Obviously, there is the concern that anybody that does get fired by WWE could very well just take their ball to AEW and go and play with it in their garden instead. We send our best to Jeff Hardy throughout all this. It's a tough, it's another tough time for Jeff Hardy. Matt Hardy has commented on his brother's situation and said the following on Twitter. He said, I love my brother and want him to be healthy. I've expressed that to him as much as I can. Jeff has to make a decision about his life. I have to focus on my two boys and my soon-to-arrive son. I can only control my actions. And Jerry Lawler is the latest wrestling personality to release his own podcast. In episode one of The Jerry Lawler Show, he's talked about commentary and how he's actually not a massive fan of doing commentary. In his own words, he says, there's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of pressure. I feel so confident when I'm in the ring as a wrestler. I don't know if that comes from doing it for so long. And he goes on to say that he, he just doesn't have the same level as enjoyment. 
as doing commentary. Despite not enjoying it that much, Jerry Lawler is enjoying another go in the hot seat as colour commentator for Monday Night Raw. It's a role that he's been offered by management as Vic Joseph and Dio Madden bed in as the new voices of Monday Night. A job that he's been offered by management, and I quote, for as long as he likes. And finally, do you want to hear something awkward? Thought you might. Uh, WWE Chronicle Goldberg aired after Hell in a Cell. And that's I think that's just about wrapped up now. Uh, it showed the build-up to his WWE return at SummerSlam. And we had footage of the meeting that took place between Goldberg and Matt Riddle. Now, Riddle has been really outspoken about Goldberg, saying he's out of shape, out of touch. Generally, not a big fan of Goldberg. Now, Goldberg has heard Matt Riddle's thoughts and some of his louder comments. And their first meeting backstage at SummerSlam was captured for all to see. Now, I warn you, this may make your toes curl in the wrong direction. Oh, no. I didn't mean to run into you like that. No problem, bro. How are you? We got to talk. Yeah, anytime, dude. Anytime. Anytime. After this happens, anytime. All right. I'm in the building. I'll talk to you later. Cool. I'll be watching the match. You got it. I'll see you in a little, bro. Yeah, you will, bro. (laughs) Good thing you're wearing your shoes. I don't need shoes, bro. You're right, bro. First of all, I'm not your bro. Could have been a long time ago. You put a stop to that. Okay. Hey, that's an opinion. If you don't like it, that's fine. You got it. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Good. Nice to meet you. Pleasure's all mine, bro. You got it. I ain't your bro. I hear you. I think that's enough awkwardness for one day, don't you? Thank you so much for downloading the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Cultaholic YouTube channel. Later on today, we will have Hell in a Cell graded with myself and the WTF moments from a very, very busy episode of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. That'll be along later today on our YouTube channel as well. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.